which quarterback should you be moving on from if you're in a rebuilding situation in your dynasty league? All that and more in this episode of Lata Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Majuk of DraftKings Nation, and I am, as always, joined by my good friend and co-host, Marcus Mosher of USA Today. We are so excited, guys, to be here, to be helping you build the ultimate dynasty roster. So be sure to follow, subscribe, listen wherever you listen to your fantasy podcast. Don't miss an episode. Check us out on YouTube. And of course, give us a follow on Twitter because we post lots of goodies over there to help you with your fantasy teams. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast and Marcus got to follow him he's my favorite twitter account in the whole world at marcus underscore Mosier. happy monday we are in the preseason marcus we are diving in and i i just have the tingles yeah this was our last weekend without football until february so sorry spouses uh, it's it's gonna be a, a nice five month stretch here but Today, Kate, talking about quarterbacks that you should move on from if you are in a rebuilding mode, rebuilding situation. Let's just do the obvious one because there's just one that's so glaring. Everybody's yelling, you know, in the gym, listening to this podcast right now. It's Tom Brady, right? Like that's that's <laughs> the most obvious one we have here, right? This one, it's pretty clear. Oops, here, where'd, where'd you go, Kate? There you are. Hey. Uh, yeah, so if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, Tom Brady, right? If you're a rebuilding team, it, it it makes no sense to hold on to him, although he might play for another five years. But He has no business being on your roster, though, no. if you are not in contention to win. He's already retired this season. Like, we, we do. <laughs> I forgot we about have, that. <laughs> we, I mean, Tom Brady's forgotten about that. But, like, he is – I. Uh, I say it every year, but like one of these years it has to be true. But like Tom Brady is just absolutely crushing history. Like you don't see quarterbacks play until they're 45 years old, let alone play at their highest caliber. Yep. Uh, even at the, like, this is the greatest quarterback of all time. And we're seeing him play some of the best football we've ever seen him play. So it's just mind-blowing so what do you do here because he's currently being ranked at least on dynasty league football as like qb 21 uh, his adp is pretty low 167 overall but like how do you move on from him because the, the problem is if you keep him on your roster he's gonna win you weeks right and if you're a rebuilding team that's actually not what you want right because you you want to i don't want to say tank but you want to finish at the lower end of the draft order so you get a higher pick so what are you looking to get if you're moving on from Tom Brady? I think you're just looking at, at, out for some youth with upside. So Marcus, looking at uh, some of the most recent dynasty trades, I think that's a lot of what we're currently seeing, right? Tom Brady, Chase Edmonds in a second for Mac Jones, Taysom Hill, who I'm not, I'm not in on Taysom Hill no. by any means, getting a first round pick back in return. Baker Mayfield and Dawson Knox for Tom Brady and Zach Ertz. And I'm not even a big fan of Baker Mayfield for fantasy football, but I think that's kind of the goal is to take Tom Brady uh, and go to one of these teams 
that you know is the immediate contender. We all have those like, you know, maybe three teams in our league that you just know, like obviously there's going to be dark horses that come mm -hmm. out of nowhere because the goal is to build the ultimate dynasty roster with depth and have those pieces come out and win you seasons. But like, there's always three or four teams that are just like, you know, they're in it. You know that based on their current roster construction, they're going to have their foot in the postseason pool and see what they have. Like, see, I, I mean, like uh, this is a, a trade that I personally really like Tom Brady, Kenny Pickett and Chris Godwin for Trey Lance, Nicole Hardman and Wondell Robinson. Yep. I think Trey Lance, like it, you know, it, it, the the accessory pieces there are plenty of question marks, but the upside that you get with Trey Lance there, absolutely perfect. Uh, it, Tom Brady, Joe Mixon, and Kyle Pitts. This one's very interesting for Patrick Mahomes and Dalton Schultz. Yeah, you do that. Recent all day. trade. Yeah, like it. Uh, I, I will you, say you this look game. for upside there. Yeah, I, I will say this. I don't love trading Brady for some of the younger quarterbacks that are being ranked behind him. Like, I'm looking at a trade now, Tom Brady for Desmond Ritter in a third-round pick. I, I don't want to do that. Or I've seen Desmond Ritter – or sorry, Tom Brady for Gardner Minshew in a second-round pick. Like, No. That doesn't do that's anything throwing, for That's throwing Tom Brady away. What um, I'd rather do is trade Tom Brady for a younger player – at a different position because again, I just don't love any of the quarterbacks that are being ranked after him. So uh, if you could trade him for an example, how about a sky Moore and Jalen Tolbert package? Uh, that's a recent trade of dynasty league football. Or what about Tom Brady for Brandon? Ayuk straight up. Like those are the trades that I'm more interested in. If I'm rebuilding rather than here, here's a third round pick in Davis Mills for Tom Brady. Like that just, it doesn't do anything for him. No. And like, just to be clear, when I say, you know, go for a, like a younger quarterback with some upside, I'm not talking about the, uh, the Gardner Minshews of the world. It, you, yes, you're trading out Tom Brady for another younger quarterback, but honestly they could have, uh, the same number of years left in their career in the NFL. Like, don't don't sure. throw Tom Brady away for nothing. And you know what? If you can't get a deal that you don't think Tom Brady is worth, don't sell. Like, yeah, because you know what? There's going to be a team uh, who maybe is one of these, you know, top four teams in your league that has an injury at the quarterback position. And you're going to have Tom Brady to dangle in front of their noses in the middle of the season. And that's going to be when they're probably likely to um maybe pay up a bit more if they're not willing to now. I, I'm not saying throw away Tom Brady because uh, who knows? He probably has another 80 to 90 years in the league, but just we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But the whole point is that if you're, if you're uh, not in a, a position to contend, Tom Brady hurts your, your roster and your long-term dynasty outlook. He has no business being yes. on your team. Uh, all right, we're going to get to a couple other quarterbacks that we are interested in uh, trading away. We're in a rebuilding situation. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Dave. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up. But Dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it. 
Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That is more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There is no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief that they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. All right, Kate, let's uh, let's talk about some other quarterbacks that maybe you should consider moving on from. We talked about Tom Brady. What about Dak Prescott? This is one of the ones mm. I have. Uh, now, listen, I, I know there's cowboy jerseys in my background here if you're watching on YouTube, but that doesn't mean I'm a big Cowboys homer necessarily. I think this is the time to move on for Dak, from Dak Prescott for a couple different reasons. He's being ranked as QB7. He just turned 29 years old. We saw him have a major foot injury. We saw him have a big shoulder injury. And then he also had a calf injury last year that was very, very close to being, I'm just going to say, an Achilles injury that cost him the entire season. He's lost some weapons in Amari Cooper and Cedric Wilson. James Washington's going down. He, We've already seen him have basically a 5,000-yard touchdown season. He set the Cowboys' record for passing touchdowns. And he wasn't a top five quarterback. Okay. Like he needs to have this rushing production to be a top five guy. And I don't think at the age of 29, he's all of a sudden going to start becoming a dynamic runner again. So I think now is the time to move on from him, get somebody with a little bit higher ceiling, right? Maybe even a Trey Lance who's ring ranked behind him or Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or somebody like that. And just get a little bit more upside. Cause I feel like Dak is kind of capped out right now. Like we've seen the best we're going to see. I, I actually like this a lot. And this is coming as somebody who like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Dak Prescott, the player, yes, um, but I do are. think he's a, great he quarterback. Is, he's a fantastic quarterback. And I've always been of the belief that he is a very underrated quarterback, but I think that's more for his play on the NFL field yes. and not for his yes. value in fantasy. Uh, it, currently being drafted uh, on average, uh, in the month of July as the quarterback seven bit high for me. Like, like you said, Trey Lance uh, drafted right behind him on average, but like Marcus, let's, you know, look at a quarterback who's not all that much older than Dak Prescott, but I think has just as much upside and more plentiful weapons around him. Like let's talk about Russell Wilson being drafted uh, on average as the QB nine. He's 33 years old and, uh, just got got traded to the Denver Broncos, and now he's got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, Albert O, it, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon, Javante Willie. Like this is an offense that I'm going to peg for uh, plenty of high scoring games. Um, and you know, though you don't have that like uh, necessary necessary like uh, rushing upside quite as much as you used to have with Russell Wilson. Again, he's a little bit older, but I do think that I'm going to I'm going to invest more in Russell Wilson as a passer right now than I will Dak Prescott especially with uh the loss of weapons or Marcus I Jalen Hurts I kind of like this like Jalen Hurts sneaky top 3 upside in 
2022 and I'm not even like being uh, exaggeratory here. Like I think uh, we we've got Jalen hurts who obviously has that rushing ceiling, but AJ Brown could be providing him that upside as a, uh, as you know, we're looking to round out his sort of passing rushing ability. All of these guys are going behind Dak Prescott. And I just don't know that we're going to see the upside there for Dak. Yeah. I think very well, safe quarterback, right. but what is the the ceiling there? It, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what it is. And that's the thing is in the last two seasons, which Dak has been fully healthy, 2019 and 2021, Cowboys had the number one offense in the league. And while Dak's stats are good, he had 30 passing touchdowns in 2019, 37 in 2021. It's hard to imagine things getting better for the Cowboys after all the weapons that they lost, after the offensive line has deteriorated. I, and plus, we know that the Cowboys want to be a – balanced team like when they get close to the red zone they want to run the ball so this takes nothing away from Dak as the player I think he's still going to be a good fantasy quarterback like I think you and I both expect him to be a QB one this season but I think it's going to be a little bit closer to QB 10 than QB 5 so for that reason you know maybe maybe trade him get somebody with some upside and something else like you're seeing trades right now where you can get Tua and Michael Pittman for Dak Prescott. That's not my favorite trade, but it's it's not a bad one either. You you can make moves like that to get a little bit younger, get a little bit more upside on your team. Yeah, and that again, that's not to say that uh Dak Prescott hasn't been fantastic. Marcus in his last two healthy seasons, uh, 2019 and 2021, uh finished with 10 and 11 QB1 weeks uh respectively here. I think again, like he's, he's a very safe quarterback. I think, you know, exactly what you're getting with him. And I, you know, maybe if you have a lot of volatility on your roster, this is kind of like the guy you need. Mm -hmm. But I think if you're looking for stability, I don't know, you could probably um, swap Dak Prescott for a Kirk cousins plus a ton and still have a lot of like safety and still some upside there. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right, it hurts move, to say. It does hurt to say. Uh, let's move on to another quarterback. This one, you um, actually, I'm curious because I might disagree with this one a little bit. Justin Fields. This one hurts, Marcus. Justin Fields was like my my, my darling. All right, like I I was all in on Justin Fields heading into his rookie season. I was very excited to see what. Uh, what the bears were going to do with him. Cause we know the upside is sky high. I don't think there was any quarterback. Like it, we'll talk about Trevor Lawrence, of course, is like the most um, talented prospect coming out of last year's class. But Justin Fields, I think had such a fantastic balance as a passer is like a, a grossly underrated athlete. We saw his rushing ability last season, but in 10 games starting averaging just 155 passing yards per game had seven touchdowns, 10 interceptions on the year. Uh, Marcus, we saw Justin Fields rank fifth in rushing yards among all quarterbacks last year. And he finishes the quarterback 31. Like that's how bad we saw him perform as a passer. Now, I want to be clear because I'm not out on Justin Fields for 
the longevity of his career. Cause I still believe in the talent, but if we're going to play like the stock up stock down dynasty buy sell game, I think that you need to sell him before uh, we will see a, another drop in his value. He performed terribly last season. He lost Allen Robinson, which like Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson, like on paper, that's a pretty decent uh, wide receiver one, wide receiver two pairing. But I don't think we've seen any improvement in this passing game, Marcus. There's only one wide receiver on the entire roster that's had more than 600 receiving yards in their career, and that's Darnell Mooney, mm -hmm. who just eclipsed the 1,000 receiving yard mark. I just don't think the, the Bears have done nothing, literally nothing, to help Justin Fields' development in terms of surrounding cast, not just in terms of like the wide receiver position specifically, but just building the roster around your quarterback. I don't know what they're their like philosophy is right now in terms of how they're building their team. But Marcus, I do think we've seen a little bit of an upswing since the end of the 2021 season, which was a complete disaster. I'm looking to maybe sell him right now uh, and get some of that value. Cause right now he's being drafted as the QB 13 on average uh, in the month of July. I don't think it's going to get any better from here. And I do think if we have another season that is even nearly as disastrous as 2021 was, we're going to see a huge drop in his value. So I'm going to sell him now. And then I don't know, maybe at the end of next season, depending on the situation, I'm going to come back and I'll yeah. probably buy him again from you. So I, I don't disagree with any of your points. Kate. You're right. The receiving course is bad. The offensive line is bad. I'd, Everything's I mean, bad. Everything's bad. Now, the reason why I'm not doing this is because I'm going to try to have a little bit of foresight here. I, I I would not be surprised this year if Justin Fields really struggles. But things are pointing up in the right direction long term because Chicago's cap situation was so bad this offseason that they had to trade Khalil Mack. They had to cut a bunch of these veterans just to kind of get under the cap and have some flexibility. But looking forward, 2023, they've got the most cap space in the league by a monster margin, like $96 million in uh, effective cap space. They've got they've got their first-round pick back, which they didn't have last year because of Justin Fields. It's a really rich wide receiver draft. Uh, I mean, it, they could get a legit star inside of the top 10. I think 2023 is the year where they surround him with a bunch of talent, where they upgrade the offensive line in free agency. They go out and get a superstar receiver in the top 10, you know, like the Bengals did with Joe Burrow, you know, getting a Jamar chase. I, I just want to be a little bit patient here because you did see enough flashes that I do think by year three, year four, this is going to work. I'm probably holding on here, especially if I'm a rebuilding team, Kate, because this is the perfect guy to have on your team because he's probably not going to win you weeks this year, which will allow you to have a high pick in your rookie draft in 2023. But he also has so much upside that by 2023, 2024, he could be a top five quarterback easily. But again, this isn't just a sell. This is the recommendation to sell now and then go rebuy him once his value plummets. Like, Okay. I think this is the opportunity, you know, like it's kind of like trading back in your draft a little bit. Like I think selling Justin Fields right now and getting some, you know, maybe even just 
a couple of rookie picks, maybe like a, you know, accumulating some, some draft capital. Cause I think once you see Justin Fields on the field this year, I know we say like dynasty is the game where we pride ourselves on looking forward and, uh, you know, assessing things on a long-term basis, but dynasty managers are just as impatient as redraft managers. And I'm going to be able to buy him a lot cheaper and I'm, I'm still going to have some of that draft capital that uh, maybe I got back, maybe some young pieces that, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to get some upside because if you're still holding QB 13 value after the disastrous season, again, I still believe in the player. So this is more of just a, a play for me to, sell now while the value is still relatively high. And then I'm probably going to be able to come back in the middle of the season, end of next season. Um, and, and maybe acquire him at like QB 20 and, uh, at the Valley of QB 20 and get some of that back. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on it's find all of your favorite sports and events. at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information from live in-game betting scores and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Kate, I got one more for you. We, we, we're running out of time here, but uh, this one may be a little bit controversial. What about mm. Deshaun Watson? I am selling Deshaun Watson of I'm in rebuilding mode. And that might not make sense because you would think, hey, this is a perfect guy to get in a rebuilding process, right? Because we know he's suspended at least six games, likely to be far more than that whenever Commissioner Roger Goodell rules. Um but my issue here is, Kate, you already have to wait on him for a suspension. And I have questions about what he's going to look like in this Browns offense anyways that wants to be, let's just say balanced, because they're going to want to run the ball. And I I just don't think they're going to let him throw the ball all over the field. Plus, there's a good chance, Kate, that he won't play football for two full years. That historically has not worked out for a lot of quarterbacks. And on top of that, He's a suspension risk, right? Like, could he very easily have something happen over the next 15 months that could be something very minor, but because he's already in the personal conduct, um, you know, kind of thing where he's already on watch. Yeah. One wrong thing off the field that could be minor triggers another six game suspension. I'm just moving on for quarterbacks that are around the same range that have just way more safety than what Deshaun Watson does. Yeah, uh, I 100% agree with you. It's just kind of a, um, he's a gamble right now. Could he end up being valuable for your fantasy football team when he's actually on the field? Probably, uh, but I don't necessarily think that's worth worth uh, the gamble. And you can have your own beliefs too about whether or not you want to roster him. I don't want him on my roster, even if the upside's there, but I mean, no matter what, you are taking a gamble, whether or not it's um, we haven't seen him play football in a long time. 
uh, we and don't know if top he's of that, going Kate, to play. Like, there's uh, so many question marks. On top of that, like, he has one season in his career with more than 26 passing touchdowns. Like, he's he's not somebody who was a lock to throw for, you know, 4,800 yards, 38 touchdowns every year, plus give you 600 rushing yards. Like, it's just, it's probably not going to happen. And as he gets older, the, you would think that the rushing stuff production would start to go down. He turns 27 this year in the prime of his career, but likely going to miss this whole season. I, I would rather just trade him for, give me a quarterback. He's being ranked as quarterback 12. Give me Justin Fields. I, I would much, much rather have Justin Fields than Deshaun Watson. I absolutely agree with you. I think that's a, a, a fine turnaround. You're getting plenty of upside in return. Um, and you're getting a guy that's actually going to be on the football field. So I, why not take that? Marcus, I do want to give one more name just to uh, see you squirm. I want to talk about Derek Carr, who uh, this has, is obvious. This You're right. This is a good one. This is like the the prime time to buy because we're looking at uh, him coming off of a season where he ranked top five in pass attempts, fourth in completions, fifth in passing yards, and yep. he still only finished as a QB 12 I know we're talking about Devontae Adams and whether or not that's going to raise his ceiling a bit more, but Marcus, looking at what he's done in his entire career, he's been pretty consistent. Um, he's had a pretty safe floor for fantasy, but it, even in his best career year, uh, we still didn't really see all that much. Three of his top uh, or sorry, three of his six top 12 weeks came in overtime games. I'm not banking on the Raiders to have another four games head into overtime this year. That did help him a little bit. Mm. Um, I think Devonte Adams going to help him tremendously is great for the team, but I just don't think that uh, with his, his lack of upside on the ground um, and, and what we've seen from him, even in a very high volume year, it's just not going to translate long-term to fantasy. We already know what Derek Carr is, and I don't think Devontae Adams is going to change it quite as much as we think it would. I, I just, I'm not buying in. Yeah, over the last five years, Derek Carr's averaged 22 passing touchdowns a season. I mean, it is what it chance, is. There's a chance that goes up this year because they have more weapons, but also Josh McDaniels, as a play caller, one of the most run-heavy quarterbacks in the league when it gets – or sorry, play callers in the league when it comes to red zone stuff. So they're going to run the ball when they get close. Carr might see his touchdowns go up to 32. Wouldn't surprise me at all, but because you don't have the rushing, rushing production, it's very hard to see him ever finishing as a top-10 fantasy quarterback. Therefore, trade him for somebody for a little bit more upside. There we Seems go. simple to me. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make your second listen to Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise in a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. You can subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty Podcast on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Check out Kate at FF Ball Blast. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time.